Welcome to Fans of the Forge. I'm Chris. To my right, we have... Teresa. And to my left, we have... Sean. And we are here wrapping up Season 7, Season 7, Episode 5, The Halloween Edition. Ooh, yeah. spooky. They changed seasons on us without really going whether it's season premiere or season finale. And we're already on episode five. Yeah, yeah we've already covered that. a lot of yeah. season seven. We had no idea. Comcast doesn't know. Neither does Sling. So, mm-hmm. well, well, what are you going to do? Complain. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get it, get it straight, everyone. <laughs> anyway, um... Moving right into the episode. This is the Halloween edition. The the set is all covered in Halloween decorations. And blood. And blood and Ooh. pumpkins and everything else. So, we have our contestants. Willis Fornash, who had 12 years of part-time experience. And he was given a Godzilla-type scream when they announced him. Okay. Then they had Alex Hillemeyer, who had five years part-time experience, and he was a Highlander. He had mentioned being a Highlander and doing something. For a Halloween costume, he was a Highlander. He was a Highlander. And then I was like, he comes, I forget what he was carrying, but it was like, it's not a giant sword, so I'm like, he wasn't the Highlander. Right. Wait, but he didn't say he, <laughs> he was didn't the say Highlander. <laughs> he just said he was a Highlander. It's like, oh. Okay. Okay. Cool, bro. Yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> I'm a Highlander. Um, did he have a scream for his? He did, but I, I couldn't identify the sound. I was trying to get you to agree on what it sounded like, and you're like, uh uh-uh. Yeah, it was, mm, it was bad. Anyway, Trevor Jenkinson, he had three and a half years of part-time experience, and his scream was like a girlish like screech. Like a, yeah. It was a, like a small child. Yeah, it was right. strange. And then there was Jeff Glasgow with eight years of part-time experience, and then he had another kind of indistinguishable screen. Like, yeah. And so they are shown the knife graveyard, and all of those blades that didn't make the cut in previous episodes are now in an Iron Maiden. It's pretty That's, badass. So yeah. like, they have the whole Iron Maiden set up there with all the knives poking in, and uh, it was a neat... Yeah. Set piece to see. It's pretty cool. So the task is to harvest at least three blades and use them to make a Damascus billet for a zombie apocalypse knife. Nice. So that's pretty cool. You get to have like your own design, but something that's going to be great for the zombie apocalypse. It's right up my alley. That needs to be between 14 and 16 inches long from tip to plunge line and have three gut hooks along the spine. Whoa. Yeah, pretty Whoa, brutal. Gut hooks brutal. are a little tricky. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You will find out. Yeah. Um, so I had a question. If there's a grain structure problem in the knife the first time, it, it's still there? Or does that get fixed when they heat it up to be part of the new billet? I, How does that work? I think because you're heating it up so hot when you're doing a Damascus like that, that you're going to hopefully... Fix the change cracks that and, structure. Yeah, fix the cracks and change the structure because you'll have the the powdered steel and stuff in there to kind of help fill in things and hopefully that's how it works. But okay. if you're doing a sandmai, or if you're like if you're doing a stack, you know it's stacked up, then you're squishing it down, so you're changing that that grain too as you flatten it down. Mm-hmm. Right, and that should change too just during forging process and. That gets then also affected by a subsequent quench. Right. Mm. So, 
we uh, we move on uh, to our contestants competing here. We had Jeff uh, spark tested his knives and then decided to go with a sand my design. Trevor went for a canister Damascus with high carbon steel powder, and he lit his whiteout on fire because it will dry faster. Okay. Dave disagrees <laughs> that that's not going to do anything, and he was right. And uh, Trevor ended up not even starting to draw the billet out until he had one hour left in the round. Because it took him that long to get the can off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took a long time to get it all out. Okay. Uh, Willis cut off any visible delaminations, and then he needed to go get another knife from the maiden. Because he had taken off too much. Yeah, right. Mm. He had cut it a little too short. And then even with his fourth blade, Willis is coming up short. He has to MIG weld another piece on and proceed to attempt to forge weld it together. Willis then wants to get the gut hooks in the fastest way possible, so he uses a Dremel tool. Mm. Alex seems to be moving right along, and he puts the gut hooks near the tip for structure purposes. And Willis and Trevor both quench at a minute and 40 seconds. Trevor's has a warp. Meanwhile, Alex had time to Alex that acid that shit. Nice. So. Anyway, the judges said uh, Jess was lean, had a bit of a warp. The tang will need reinforcement. Trevor's had a warp, and the forge scale was still on the blade. Alex had a bit of the warp in the tang, but otherwise was awesome. And Willis missed the gut hook parameter, so the judges didn't Ooh. even look at the blade. Yeah, yeah, but the Dremel tool just made like little bumps rather than making actual hooks in mm, there. Yeah, it was not not yeah. suitable. So Willis is gone. Okay, we move on to round two, where they are to attach a bone guard and skull crusher pommel. Get the Halloween thing. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, Trevor starts with the warp using the. Starts to try to get the warp out using the oxyacetylene torch. Um, Alex grinds his warp out and goes for a multi-layered guard. Jeff also uses the oxyacetylene torch to get the warp out of his blade, then snaps the tang off entirely. Um, he then heads to the mm. welder and creates a mild steel brace. Um, Trevor, for a second, forgets about his pommel, runs low on time, and has a super blocky handle in the end. Um, Jeff appears to forget about the bone. He also splits the wood on his handle and grabs a new one, then realizes that he doesn't have the bone, so he glues a piece on <laughs> to make sure he has that parameter. Um, Alex grinds through the handle down to oh. the tank. Oh, no. <laughs> so a rough two, round there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the testing is a gravestone chop and a mummy stab and slice. The gravestone chop is the beast from the East, Jay Nielsen. Alex... <laughs> Held up good, but the handle's a bit short. Trevor had some edge damage. The blade took a bit of a bend, but the handle still has... Oh, and the handle still has sharp corners. Um, and then Jeff considered not to have a bone guard because his little piece of bone was just glued on, so the judges didn't test the blade. <laughs> oh, they damn, considered man. it, you know, yeah. not in parameters. Right. So we didn't get to see the mummy stab and slice. Oh. Womp, womp. Mm-hmm. All right. Round three. Wait a second. Round three. For what? a word from our sponsors. Oh, we'll wait. This video is sponsored by Forged, a Jason Knight Maker series. What's that all about? Oh, that is the new series by Jason Knight that is available through his website, 
where Jason gives you tips and tricks and lessons on how to make the elemental knife, in his words, the the forge-style knives that he likes to make. Forge to sharp, as he would say. Um, It's a great video series that he's put together. Currently, you can purchase it on his website, and there's six videos to watch in the first six parts of the series. There's going to be exclusive content available on the site as well, coming soon. And if you want to purchase it, you can go to nightforgestudio.com to see where this is and, and purchase it. Is there a promo code? As a matter of fact, there is. Hey. If you go on this Nightforge Studio and use coupon code FOF15, FOF15, you can get $15 discounted from the price of this video series. Nice. So go on there. If you really want to check out these videos, Listen, we have the views on the other video that we did with Jason Knight to kind of prove that... We know you like them. People like watching Jason Knight work. This video series is all about Jason Knight doing his work and making some badass knives. Learn from a master smith. Exactly. It's it's really, if you think about it, you're learning these lessons from a master smith. It's it's a bargain. Yeah. So check out the video series and uh, don't forget to use the promo code FOF15 to save $15 on your purchase of the Forge Jason Knight Maker Series videos. Be a maker. Go check it out. And we're back. All right, so round three. Let's go with this round three. All right. We have Jay Nielsen's War Scythe. Whoa, what? So it's created by Jay Nielsen. It's a variation on the traditional scythe. It has a fork opposite the blade as a brutal piercing element and a small blade at the bottom of the pole to finish off the enemy. Oh, dang. The length from tip to end of the fork must be between 20 and 22 inches, must be double-edged, and have an end knife with the outside edge sharpened. So... For Trevor, on day one, he decorates his forge to look like a jack-o'-lantern. Uses a 5160 leaf spring steel. Uh, it isn't going the way he wants, so he uses that steel for the end knife, and will try again to forge the large plate on day two. On day two, a large storm, storm rolls in, and the power goes out, so he can't use his mill or grinder. Uh, he completed forging and heat treating on the scythe blade. And then on day three, he heat treats the end blade and forks, then moves on to the handle. No day four, so we move on to Alex. Hey, it's from Connecticut. Hey, yeah. what do you know? On day one, his hammer breaks while he's working on the scythe blade. <laughs> okay. On day two, he finishes forging both the scythe and bottom blades, uh, measures and needs to draw the scythe blade at least a quarter inch. He does so, and then he treats, and on day four, he just does final assembly. So, they're back in the shop for the keel test. It's a back, black-lit ballistics dummy. For Alex, Doug said the balance is light. It will kill. For Trevor, the tip penetrates deeply and is sharp. It will also kill. Moving on to the strength test, it's a coffin challenge where Jay beats the blade with a bone. Pretty straightforward. So, yeah. So for Alex, uh, there was some slight rolling and head of the blade now moves. And for Trevor, it held up well. The edges are still good and the head is still tight. 
Then finally moving on to the sharpness test. It's a zombie surprise. Whoa. Yeah, you got to cut the rope, release the surprise. It's a zombie banner. Uh, For Alex, you cut the rope easily. It punctures and slices. It'll cut. Uh, It had snagged on the last cut, though. And for Trevor, it was a sharp blade. Cuts the rope easily. Puncture starts to cut all the way through. It will cut. And in the end... Trevor wins uh, because Alex took some damage in the strength test. Okay. So congratulations to Trevor. Yes. And all our Smiths for competing in this episode. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And remember to follow the Smiths in this episode. The only two I could find were Alex Hillemeyers at A1EXANDER underscore H and Trevor Jenkinson at Fred's underscore fire underscore and underscore forge. Remember to follow us in all okay. the same places, yeah. Instagram and all that good stuff, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks, everybody, for watching.